Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Lindsay Newiter, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in New York City. She's been teaching about six years, and she has a special interest in the whole question of posture. She has a blog called Posture Police Blotter, and we'll put a link to that by the interview, and um I, I think her general approach is to encourage people to think differently about posture than perhaps they have before. Uh, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, glad to have you on the show. Uh, before we begin um, our conversation, could you give our listeners just a very brief description or definition of the Alexander Technique? Sure. Uh before that, I'll, I'll ask them to think of think of something that that's that's bugging them. You know, whether it's um, back pain, uh, feeling uncomfortable, uh, the position that they're sitting in all day at work, uh, feeling like it's hard to stay focused on on one thing all day, or um, having trouble looking at the computer screen, maybe they give presentations, they lose their voice, any any sort of thing um, that relates to possible s- strain or um, not really coordinating themselves optimally. And most people can come up with something. And um, what I would say is that you can really gain a new perspective on this and that when we try to figure these things out on our own or try to exercise to make it better, we can really be masking the problem. We can do lots of things but not see the source of the problem. It can kind of be like a cat chasing its tail. And um, through Alexander lessons, it's like you turn on a, a kinesthetic light. You you actually feel different. It's like if you were wearing uh, glasses that were green <laughs> and you suddenly take them off and you see the world in different colors you 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 feel that way in your body you feel like you're you're truly you're more truly um living in your body in a way that's balanced that's strain free and this can affect your life in ways that you may expect you may re- reduce back pain you may have more comfortable posture with less effort and maybe less expected ways like you might feel more energized you might have an easier time focusing you might feel uh more content um you might feel more uh connected to the world and less and less stressed have an easier time dealing with the day-to-day stresses that come about. Right. And, I mean, uh, in general, um, the Alexander Technique is is not so much about the specific activities you do, but how you do them. Exactly. And if you can think of an activity that you do where you have this sense that, oh, I really should be able to do a better job of this something's getting in the way but i'm not sure what yeah that would be a a perfect reason for exploring the alexander technique i would i would say and of course one of the things that a lot of people do uh, well really everybody does is they sit or stand with some some kind of posture and a, a lot of people are, are these days are complaining about posture, particularly now with 
computers, sitting sitting for long periods of time at your computer at work or at home. And um, I, I assume that y- you're, you would t- take the tack that most of the advice that, that is given to improve your posture in newspapers and magazines and that sort of thing is not terribly helpful. I would agree with that. I think it it has good intentions mm-hmm. and there is some thought put behind it and it generally just does not get to the root of the issue, as I'll say again, which are, tend to be uh, habits that we are not completely aware of. Mm-hmm. So people end up troubleshooting, f- fixing things. Well, they're too collapsed in this area, so they need to build up muscle in this area. And again, it becomes kind of like the cat chasing its tail and you sort of run in circles, chasing tension here, building up more tone here, but never actually getting rid of the tension that's pulling you down or the tension that's holding you, using too much effort to hold you up. And people pull themselves even more out of balance uh, trying to fix the problems. And so reading an article that has um, posture tips often gets into positioning and then people try it and they and then they feel uncomfortable after 15 minutes or so and they go back into their habit. So the habit isn't helpful and the, the positioning, the, whatever they're trying to do isn't helpful. There's actually something else that is better and it involves more undoing than doing right and and um just to elaborate on that a little bit i don't know whether you've had this experience uh, as well but whenever i mention the word posture and i tend not to too much these days but whenever i uh, mention the word posture to people very often they will immediately do something. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> they will uh, do what they might think of as sitting up straight or standing up straight. And they'll often say, oh, I know I need to watch my posture. Or I... And, of course, they'll do that for a few seconds and then come back to where they were. And I think most people think that in order to improve their posture, they have to engage in this kind of, um, it's almost kind of a hauling of themselves up, a lifting of their chest, uh, pulling their shoulders back. A lot of people think that that is what good posture should be. But on the other hand, they find it not that comfortable or easy to maintain. And so they end up, little frustrated, um, probably spending most of their time back in their old habits. So h- how how, uh, in, how does the Alexander technique approach this that's fundamentally different from those kind of posture tips that, that you referred to earlier? Well, it, give, it gives you a new kinesthetic experience. We get very... Uh, settled into our habits, we become we become accustomed to them. They feel comfortable and they feel right. I think one thing that happens almost across the board with a lot of my students is that they insist that they're in one position in space after I've worked with them a little bit, and I ask them to look in the mirror and 
they see that they're not. And mm-hmm. uh, typically this is they're, they're leaning back they're, uh, and they're pushing their pelvis forward. And then as they start to, in the Alexander technique, we always start with freeing the neck so that your heavy head isn't pressing down on the rest of your body. As they start right. to free their neck, um, they, they stop this, this pressing down, leaning back into the lower back, and they inevitably feel forward. They, they sometimes say they feel like they're falling down. They're, mm-hmm. they're about to fall off a cliff. Right. Or I, they often say, I feel, I feel like an ogre. I feel like, like, a, like a caveman or something. Like they're, you know, very forward in their body, like, like you know, they're going to go around grunting or something. Right, um, right. It's a very odd feeling. And they think they must look really strange. And they look in the mirror and they just look like they're standing up straight. Right. Um, and so they simultaneously feel strange, but they feel more comfortable. They feel like they're breathing more easily, like they're not exerting themselves to hold themselves up. And after a few lessons, this starts to feel less weird because they actually begin to adjust to the new habits and their brain picks up on aha. So this, this is where, this is where we're straight. Right. And, and, uh, and, and that business of, um, um, they, 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 well, people will often comment that, um, it, it just feels like I'm not doing anything. Exactly. And, yeah. and for a lot of people that, is almost um, equivalent to this is not legitimate somehow. Right. I'm not, uh, I'm here and I I can see in the mirror that it looks pretty good, but there must be something wrong because I'm not actually working at it. And that's that's a real interesting hurdle that I think pretty much all Alexander uh, Technique teachers uh, have to, to, to get through at some point with their students. Yeah, especially in a in a in a culture where we we put uh, a lot of emphasis on on doing things and getting things done on fixing things fixing going to the gym uh that it can be a little discombobulating to feel like you're doing you're doing the right thing if there's a right thing by not doing anything mm-hmm. and i think another um uh, major misconception that most people have about posture is that, and you alluded to this earlier, that it that it's a a correct position of some sort, and the idea with the emphasis on position that I have to be in a certain place that's right, and then I have to stay there. And what would you say to that? Uh, cons- I'm sure you've run into that, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. And so there, there are two things that happen with that, and one is that the the word posture inevi- inevitably ev- evokes that. So it's like you said before; it's a tricky thing to say posture. But I say it because it's what people are coming to me with. They're yes. saying they want to improve their posture. So I almost make a joke about it. And my my blog is called the posture police because Alexander teachers are sometimes mistakenly called posture police. Like we're going to, you know, make people stand up straight, whether they like it or right, not. Right. Exactly. And, right. And, um, that's so, a brilliant title. The posture police blotter, I believe yes. it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Correct. It's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, and so when people come in talking about their posture, I'm going to talk to them about their posture 
because that's where they are, but we're going to look at it in a new light. And so I, rec- I recognize their conception of it, but then we, we start to shift it. And they start to learn that it's more about where where their intention is about where their body is going that is affecting where it's going. And if they are pulled into themselves, it's because they're actually doing that. And that it's some kind of reaction to the various stimuli that they come across in their lives, you know, whether that is the uncomfortable chair they sit in all day or um, the boss who's stressing them out or, you know, the traffic, the the public transportation, you name it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting um, in you you were saying, well, they, they are um, often doing the very things that are getting, getting in their own way. And I think for a lot of people, um, you have to really, uh, a lot of students, you have to kind of put it in terms of, well, <clears throat> that's uh, bad news on the one hand because you you can't, you can't slough off the responsibility for it. But on the other hand, it's also very good news because if you're doing something that's getting in in the way of an easy upright posture you can learn how to stop doing it exactly and students react very differently to that i am sure you noticed (laughs) oh yeah i think that that i I see people get very um very down on themselves very self-critical and so there's always this fine balance between showing them you're doing this but not that it means that, that it's a judgment or that it's critical or that it means that they have to be perfect. Because uh, I think trying to be perfect just creates a lot of tension and <laughs> doesn't help. Exactly. It's, it's really about, about letting go and um, allowing yourself to, to inhabit the space in your own body. Because when we're compressing it, it's smaller and uh, it can be... Um, a real eye opener for people and, and they can really be surprised that this is what it means to change their posture. And it can be quite fascinating. I've I had students who, after they've had a s- series of lessons, they've been coming for a while. They said, wow, this is really not what I expected. This is not what I thought it meant to change my posture. They thought that changing their posture was something mechanical, but really mm-hmm. it's, it's a reflection of how they live. And that can be fascinating that that's creative and 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 interesting and and um certainly not boring um, yes i, I, I was just postures, gonna yeah i was just gonna ask you because uh, we had, we chatted a little before the interview um you had made the point which i hadn't actually thought of before which is that for a lot of people i mean posture is kind of a boring topic right in their minds it's like oh my god i gotta do something to sit up properly and I really want to get on with my life and not deal with this. But your whole take on it is that once you start exploring the idea of letting go what's what you're doing that's getting in the way, it becomes fascinating mm-hmm. and not in not remotely boring. Right. And that's um, and and the uh, and the other thing um, that you mentioned before we started talking is and and I've seen this too that a lot of people kind of assume that 
to improve their posture, they're going to have to be uncomfortable. Exactly. And that is sort of off-putting for people as well. Right. And uh, generally the first couple of lessons I find that, that people really have to let go of um, that, you know, we're, we're working on how they're sitting and standing and they're going to stop doing the type of holding thing that they do when they want to show they have good posture. It's like they want to be a good student, so they actually do the opposite of what the goal of all this is. And they start lifting their chest up and tightening their back and pulling their head back and, you know, trying to stand up straight. But it's it's not actually the case. But with repetition, it becomes clear to them and... Um, people can start to change quite quickly. Absolutely. And that, that's another interesting point you just mentioned. A, a lot of people, consciously or unconsciously, I think more unconsciously, um, they know the Alexander te- Technique is a teaching method. Most teachers make that pretty clear. It's not a therapy. And if it's a teaching method and you're the student, um, there's kind of an incentive to be a good student. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, their idea, as you just said, of being a good student is often what gets in the way. And that is something that I think is is pretty unique to the Alexander technique. Would, would you agree with that? I would. I would. I mean, um, that's an unusual approach to being a good student. Yes. And I think that... Um, that people tend to progress most quickly when they're able to laugh at themselves and not beat themselves up for doing something different than what was asked of them or that, that you have to let yourself um, kind of mess up in order to find out what this new thing is mm-hmm. what and you have to in order to let go of the old thing you have to let yourself fumble a bit and it's the and it's when you you allow yourself to to fumble or to to lose your edge a little bit that that's when change really starts to happen and when when people are really uh allowing for change they actually will lose their balance and that can be a little bit disconcerting and i don't mean they're falling down they'll just be like a little wobble mm-hmm. and sometimes even people even apologize for that and and um that's that's when something is starting to happen because then something new is um, is doing the postural work or not using all of these uh, muscles that aren't really meant to help us up, like in the neck and the shoulders and uh, the upper back, the jaw. And we start to let deeper muscles hold us up. And we don't have to go to the gym and exercise those. But if we just have the intention to stay upright and we get out of our way with these other other kinds of holdings mm-hmm. that just starts to work and it, it, it's a process of give and take so there there's a little bit of losing your balance and but that's where the learning happens and, and, uh, and I think you have to be willing to experiment yeah and I think I, I notice in in students um, the idea of experimenting with something like posture or any any movement activity is not um, a lot of people have never thought of that as an approach to learning about it. You, you might you know you might experiment on a, on something in a lab, but to experiment on yourself, I think, is kind of a novel idea for people. 
and right. to be fine if the experiment doesn't turn out well. Well, you learn something from that. Right. That that whole approach to to learning. Um, is there anything we haven't covered that you want to mention before we come to a close? Um, well, I, can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, I know that, that you've uh, read some of my blog. and mm-hmm. Was there anything in there that's, that struck you or that you had a, a question about? Well, I, what, I, what struck me in general was that you were looking at very ordinary situations. I, I remember in one of, one of your blogs, it was people walking up the stairs from a subway station. Right. And just taking a look. At, uh, at how they organized their bodies as they climbed a set of stairs. Now, that's a pretty ordinary activity that most people don't think about very much. And yet, just, uh, you know, if you look closely, you'll start to see some fascinating differences in patterns of how people approach something like that. And just in general, I think I think what's really nice about your blog is that you take... You take these, uh, first of all, you, the, the posture police obviously is uh, a, a little bit of a, a joke there, but you're taking, you're looking at very ordinary, a wide range of very ordinary situations and getting people to think about posture in ways that they, I would guess, for the most part, have not done. Right. So for me, that's the, that's, um, that's what prompted me to set up the interview. Right. It's it's um something really changes in us, I think, if we realize that, that there are these we can have moments of learning and enlightenment in the most ordinary moments of our day. And that we can be constant students, basically. And I the Alexander technique is really taught me that and Um, it can be fun yeah it can be a lot of fun it can be a lot of fun well i think on that note that might be a good place for us to to end our interview um my guest today has been Lindsay newitter who is an alexander technique teacher in new york city i believe you work in manhattan is that right i do um and so if anything um, that we've been talking about uh, intrigues you and you live in the New York area, we'll put a link to her blog. And uh, do you also have a website? We'll put a link to that too. Yes, I do. Yep. We'll put links to those. And if you, uh, if you live anywhere else in the world, we'll put a link to a site that will give you more general information about the Alexander Technique and will enable you to find uh, a teacher where you're located. Lindsay, thanks so much for being on the show today. Sure, thank you.